0: John Barkley comes up to receive the trophy. This, for the Scarlet's fans, is simply great to watch. They were outplayed in the first half by a teacher's side that picked and went The 1872 cut back in
1: Edinburgh hands, they beat beaten Glasgow The first team in 17 attempts to come to Dublin and get a win, how good is that for you? Oh, it's great All I'm getting at the moment, a players shouting, knock on, offside, tackle out the ball We're in the wrong sport for that The Zeebo Special gets it wide to Earls And Earls from here means only one thing
0: the best stadium I've ever played in, the best atmosphere, the, the best supporters. Hopefully one day I'll be back. I should, of course, apologize to any
1: Munster fans listening. Uh, they'll have something to say about where the Leinster are going to be in the final if the Scarlets come again. Oh, brilliant in Friday with a stroll in under the
0: sticks. Oh, look, it's it's been a roller coaster um, here all my life. 47-10, Jesus. I thought I was in dreamland when we won the Pro 12. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, hi guys, welcome uh, to Outside Centres. Uh, is that recording there, Dan? It is? It is, yeah. Sorry, the the reason I'm saying that, he's, the reason I'm saying that, it's because last week, the last time, sorry, two weeks ago, the last time you heard from us, uh, we recorded perhaps the greatest podcast in rugby history, I think it was. Oh,
1: it, it, it should go down in the annals of uh, podcasting. But
0: the analysis yeah. was incredible, really. Mm. We oh, Knocked the stuffing out of yeah. us, anyway. <laughs> so we celebrated with a rake of booze and then discovered oh it didn't record and then recorded the last yeah. Yeah, uh, show
1: yeah. so uh, double effort last time around
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe some of the genius was missed in yeah, the yeah, second yeah, iteration yeah. But, yeah. but the reason I was drinking anyway is because uh, the international window was here yeah no we had our two week break I'm mean, a
1: world rugby designated every year now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. you got you got to take a break from the rugby. Well, I didn't. <laughs> uh, so I was sent by uh, outside centres to see one of the big fixtures. Now yeah. you might have, in your head you might think it was one of the big fixtures. Strategically, Italy. it was though. Yes, Italy versus Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you mean, and the way I said that becomes important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I mean. What, yeah from normally home and away yeah,
0: then, listen yeah. Igley versus Georgia is an important game yeah, very. for Georgians because uh, it's a chance for them a very now I think the media build has been the only time that they've ever played that's not true they have played a couple of times previously but, but the only
1: time when it's been a contentious issue yeah, well, uh, yeah, and Georgia really have built their case as to why they should be in this in this nations. Yes, and I suppose they will continue to always build yeah. uh, that
0: case. They really believe that they should be in it. I mean, and the passion is incredible. So yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so it, w- it really was a pivotal game. So, how did it go now? How was the game?
0: Yeah, well, this is the interesting part because as I said there, Italy versus Georgia, I went to Tbilisi <laughs> <laughs> and the game was in Rome. Yeah, uh, now it was an incredible night. This is kind of the interesting thing, and we're going to talk mo- about this a bit more next week, but it was an incredible night to see the main Square in Tbilisi just crowded with rugby fans mm. watching
1: this on a big screen
0: going as, crazy As what you're
1: saying it's their national sport
0: it is absolutely yeah. uh, they're very they're very angry they're, <laughs> they have a very uh, they have a very rugby let's say approach to yeah. life <laughs> and approach to the roads as well yeah but okay, it was yeah. it was incredible to see it was like uh, obviously uh, it was like watching a World Cup game in Ireland maybe in oh, 1990 absolutely. they were uh, they were so excited now obviously yeah. it didn't work out for them and in fact it worked out quite well for Italy so they managed to silence yeah. the doubters silence the critics um, and they got a good win uh, against yeah. Georgia in Rome yeah. <laughs> not in Tbilisi
1: Yeah, no, it was uh, uh, equally as convincing a win as Ireland versus Argentina I mean exact same scoreline so oh I was drunk in a bar in Tbilisi at this stage I missed that game wasn't oh, the, 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 the good the, thing I don't do a rugby <laughs> podcast or I might be held to account outside, for not knowing these things Yeah, <laughs> the outside hope hub was uh, keen watching the scores uh, even though I was over in Galway at the time you went east I went west uh, but I was watching the game made sure of it um, but no it was it was a good game I mean I was avidly rooting for Italy I mean I think most Six Nations fans were because it's a lot easier to travel to Rome than Tbilisi mm. but um, yeah I mean it was a good game I think Italy did look stronger the beer's and a lot no, cheaper beer's yeah. a hell of a lot yeah. <laughs> cheaper I don't <laughs> know if you've ever
0: gone out drinking in
1: Rome <laughs> but anyway well yeah I mean you probably have a vault stone but that was but the yeah. dress rehearsal
0: really wasn't it I mean obviously mm. Ireland played Italy uh, at the start of this campaign yeah
1: I'm um, Whatever, yeah. a, I mean, a money-making Jordan exercise Limer or a PR exercise yeah. to
0: go to America and have this game. Exactly. Give Irish. the fans what
1: they want. Jordan Larmer scores a hat-trick. Oh, it's a great day. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And then, of course, uh, there were question marks about uh, Jordan Larmer and the Argentina game, yeah. uh, which led to Carney being uh, used in the New Zealand, New Zealand. Game. Although, yeah. Joe Schmidt probably would have used Carney anyway. Maybe. Yeah. The... Uh, Argentina well, game had nothing to do with that yeah no in yeah.
1: fairness for in the New Zealand game not to be too Irish centric for the majority of this podcast but I mean that it's game, ha- that game <laughs> has to be talked about the Ireland New Zealand game and I think Rob Kearney had quite a good game in that match as well yeah. so so I suppose yeah we can get right into it and talk about that
0: game Uh Yes. Another chance for me to talk about myself. Yeah. Oh, uh, where are you? Are Dan, you I, don't know, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've ever witnessed history. <laughs> <but> <laughs> what's uh, incredible about history is that it happens in slow motion. It <laughs>
1: it does yeah. So yeah.
0: yeah, I was back from Tbilisi, back in my, from my reporting junket in Tbilisi, and yeah. there I was in the stand in the Aviva for this game that I'd heard about called uh, Ireland versus New Zealand just and I worked at it was in Ireland because uh, they say Ireland, yeah, versus, Ireland versus New you Zealand see, you learn from your mistake like, yeah. yeah 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 and I, I swear to God I don't think I've told you this before I swear to God our seats were just above where Stockdale scored the try. Oh. and when I say it happened in slow motion <laughs> it happened in incredibly slow motion it's incredible what happens when this happens in yeah. slow motion you yeah. yourself are going to the video officials you yourself <laughs> are playing it again and again in your mind you see every single angle of it and then the ball goes down <laughs> Carry a fire in the back Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do, 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 do. and just yeah. such a, such an awesome moment. And obviously the atmosphere. Much spoken, but everybody was there long before. Well, before the start, everyone's wants to yeah, see the highlights. Yeah, but yeah. it was full. Like it was pretty yeah. full. You could not see an empty seat anywhere. Oh, it no. was an incredible I mean,
1: atmosphere. I was, I was only drinking in a pub down the road, but uh yeah, no. Like you could hear the atmosphere. Like there was, it was, oh, it was invigorating. Just the atmosphere around the stadium, the right around Dublin that night was just something else absolutely something else um, and then the way the, the, I suppose it's part of the
0: atmosphere as well the way the game went uh, it, everybody keeps talking about being caught in 2013 and yeah. uh, can I tell another story about 2013 no yeah. tell that <laughs> yeah, go, for <laughs> go for it because I was in a pub in London watching the game yeah. 2013 with uh, a friend of ours Aiden, and he had bet on the draw he had put oh uh, yeah he would put uh, a tenner at 200 to 1 <laughs> On the draw, I don't know if you recall this. Uh, we were watching it in a pub called the Black Line uh, in Kennington in London, which is quite famous because it turns up in the movie The Kingsman. Mm-hmm. These days, but anyway, at the time, I'm not we, sure if we're, get we an were there ahead of the deal, curve. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, incredible. So watching it with Aidan. Uh, I, if anybody who doesn't recall any non-Irish people who don't recall the game, um, the we looked like we were going to win looked like we were going to win well it looked like we were going to win after the first 20 minutes yeah. then New Zealand started climbing yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. and then slowly but surely climbed back and then at the very end the very last play of the game they scored a try
1: which uh, made it to the a drop. draw and then there was the run out during the conversion attempt the missed conversion the at missed- which point bring your put your mind in the black
0: line pub in London yeah. Aiden has won £2,000 Sterling <laughs> Sterling that was when Sterling was worth
1: money <laughs> I mean, huge <that laughs> <was. laughs> yeah but um I think, and also just an Irish rugby fan at that time, a draw against the All Blacks was yeah. just oh, it was, the, oh it was the most we could possibly have yeah. hoped for. We would not yeah. even dreamt of winning that game. And then, of but, course, was it Nigel like, yes. Lall's was
0: the ref? Was he? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Sticker, such a sticker. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. He, they oh, got a chance so, to convert oh, the oh, Was, again, was, so was, it, was it a
1: big game? And, oh, <laughs> who's reffing it? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. I was close. Yeah, it was close oh, to the very oh, end. Yeah, and the decision to retake the conversion attempt. I mean, Nigel over that. Um, so, what were your highlights of the game? My highlight of the game, uh, I think, was had you been there though, then I feel that the stock- <laughs> that moment
0: of the Stockdale try—I mean, it we it an easy I answer.
1: I was about to go to the bathroom and in the pub, and then all of a sudden, everyone's like, <gasps> like a collective inhale from the entire pub as they see the ball going back, Bundyaki crossing over uh, Johnny Sexton, the ball going back. All of a sudden, jo- uh, Jacob Stockdale having. Previously gotten blocked down by Kieran Reed, who's significantly shorter than Brodie Ritalik, and then all of a sudden Jacob Stockdale's doing the same thing against Brody Ritalik. You think it's only gonna go one disastrous way. But uh no exquisitely executed. I mean okay. not to yeah we are focusing in on that try but it was an amazing try and do you find I mean Dan is a big guy and I'm a big guy uh, in different ways <laughs>
0: I'll let you decide what I mean by that but do you find that people just hit you a lot mm. it's, it
1: actually gets annoying doesn't it score yes. around then everybody starts whacking you because you can take the hit Yeah. Like, yeah. so we all suffered that day but, but I think my highlight was actually and this probably contrasts to the game that was in 2013 uh, where kind of Ireland were very much holding on at the end of that game, whereas with this game, Ireland were ahead by seven points, with New Zealand having the ball, which I think hand there shouldn't have been kicked away from uh, from Ireland. They shouldn't have. They should have held on. Right. to, yeah, to come yeah. monster up the jumper, hold mm. the ball. But um, once the ball was kicked away, normally there would have been this anticipation that oh, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. The All Blacks going to do it. The All Blacks going to do it. But I think there was a definite shift in that game because Ireland were getting. I wouldn't say lucky but they were taking the chances that were given to them such as Peter O'Mahony's miraculous grabbing of the ball that would have yes, set yeah, Ben yeah. Smith through for the try but um, and certain and things
0: weren't working out for the all Blacks. the crowd certainly yeah. had a feeling that we, they weren't going to get caught it yes. was strange which is a very un-Irish
1: feeling anyway exactly usually and it I, would be so but, defeated but there's, there's this movement I think towards Irish fans now have to be and it's, it's very much wouldn't have been a position typical rugby fans in Ireland would have been comfortable with before. But we are confident now. We know we can win tight games. We know we can win tight games against good teams. True. Yeah. So at the end, when I think it hit like 78, 79 minutes. And we don't have the ball. we're, de- we're Sorry, we're up seven points. But all of a sudden, we you feel like that we're going to win the game. Story, sure, no, no, yeah. no. But we feel we're going to win this game now. No, absolutely. And all of a sudden, feels of athens rice start ringing out in, in the Viva Stadium. That's huge. That would never I can verify that. Years.
0: Oh, yeah. Are you singing enough? What are you singing? <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big singer. I can barely verify people hit me so hard. Yeah. Um, but no, but I mean, the, sorry, that was but, my highlight. Yeah, and I suppose before that, hyperbole goes too far. Like, a few mm. things about New Zealand. Like, there was a very uncharacteristic... Um, Screw up by Kieran Reid when he could have just passed the ball up to McKenzie and they would have got a try um, yeah. and perfect conditions for rugby. So it was
1: just a biz- bizarre that he got yeah. it wrong. And that, it? I think that that was the thing as well um, because the conditions were so perfect. Considering the game that had been played the previous week, uh, England versus the All Blacks, and there was such a monumental washout in Twickenham. So seeing that match and kind of you would have thought that would have played out of. Um, the All Blacks' hands, because they like playing free-for-own rugby, but you saw, they were, like. I mean, I think Boyden Barrett is now just trying to give the middle finger to everyone in the Northern Hemisphere trying to get a drop goal every game that he plays, but uh, it's definitely the case that... Um, they, yeah, he does they, have a his mark, all right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, he, no, I mean, a friend, a friend of the show, Robbie Owens, who does a squish rugby Yeah. Player, YouTube videos obviously made that one about how they can't, they don't practice drop goals. Yeah, uh, but can't yeah. kick a ball. And clearly, so obviously, he, he watched watched him, and watches and yeah. yeah, somebody yeah, <laughs> in New Zealand said it so. This. Yeah, and what we've done there is we've segwayed nicely from rather than just talking so much about how great
1: Ireland is, let's yeah. talk a bit about England. Yeah. let's talk about how they lost to New Zealand. So um, I mean I think it's great how England have cursed themselves by keeping Eddie Jones on after they had a disastrous summer tour but one one meaningless game at the end of that you know so it's just enough uh, considering they went on a seven game losing streak and then I think oh of course yeah
0: the idea that they won the last game when the test was completely decided at that yeah. point series, sorry, was completely yeah. decided at that point yeah so that was his get out of jail free card exactly. he actually won a game yeah and now I suppose uh, they've beaten
1: South Africa uh, they, these, they beat South Africa
0: series.
1: yeah like, it, it was hardly convincing but they
0: did, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, it kind of uh, like any like tarnished with controversy. Uh, usually, yep. England are on the other side of the controversy. In this case, uh, Owen Farrell goes in with what, I don't know what you call it—a clothesline, just a shoulder charge. Uh, they're in over 80 minutes so they had just missed a penalty a few minutes before yeah. which would have given them the game yeah. and then uh, I mean I think the consensus online I mean obviously so it must be yeah. true <laughs> uh, was it that that was a penalty and a yellow card well yeah Randy
1: Erasmus uh, went on to there's the I, I mean the fantastic oh, yes. trolling online yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the teaching of the high own tackle yeah um, but. oh of course yeah when he was, he's got the player yeah. there and he's so just a, like, you get go, a little higher, higher. Keep going, higher keep going yeah that yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. was great it was great uh, I, I, I'm glad that Razzy Erasmus enjoys internet culture. It's great. Yeah,
0: well, I think I was saying to you previously, it's kind of interesting because this series is kind of the worst possible series for an England fan who does not like Eddie Jones. Or so just so, that's an English fan who knows rugby, sorry. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, South Africa are, are on the up. Erasmus has uh, turned them around. Yeah. Uh, so close against uh, England and Twickenham is actually a bit of a feather in his cap. Mm. Uh, they beat uh, France, well, uh, I, I they beat Scotland. Yeah. They're they're not doing Cons- uh, too bad at all.
1: Considering how the summer tour and the rugby championship went for South Africa, considering saying they did do quite well in both of them I think that this being is actually New Zealand, yeah, yeah um, but I think it, but being New Zealand in New Zealand okay yeah yes, there was yeah, the, yeah. The New Zealand beating them in South Africa but still beating New Zealand in Wellington is huge Um but I think this actually this tour I'm sorry this uh, November series does somewhat bode well for Ireland considering that they Barely lost England, but they still lost. Oh, say, hold on! Can we just very? Can we just talk yep. about England a little bit longer before yeah,
0: we yeah, yeah, yeah. go nuts about Ireland again? True. Well, yeah. no, just if you're the England fan, as you say, he's just a rugby fan, or he's not a fan of Eddie Jones. Yep. he's kind of barely beating South Africa at home when South Africans are disgruntled,
1: yep. and then losing by a point, which by is a, point a reasonable seen, margin against,
0: New which is an incredible margin against this team that was supposed to be in the doldrums. And I think they've spiraled up the rankings out to third or something, haven't they? It's something
1: like that. But that, yeah. that's also yeah. It's also because of the weather, though. Like, well. You it's New Zealand can't score that many points when they can't hold on to the ball. Yeah. No, one but so yeah, are you just going what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is
0: that if you're Jones, if you if you don't like Eddie Jones, he's given material to hang around, perhaps unjustifiably. Uh, and yeah. he's had some good results yeah. goes And right.
1: there was the arguable uh, offside decision as well.
0: Right. Yes, well, the, the
1: yeah. so Do you want to talk about? But how, Italy? Did, how did that come about? <laughs> how, did, how did that match? How did that the kind of ruling come about? I wonder was. was was it a certain coach? There's an international coach who was complaining about this, wasn't there? Well, I was
0: watching the coverage uh, in a bar in Tbilisi in yeah. Georgian, right? Mm. So I assume if you were watching the BBC coverage or were you watching it, they were just incredulous. They just couldn't believe it wasn't a try. I mean, has anyone in the BBC accepted that it wasn't a try? I'm just wondering.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I was drinking in Galway, so I, I couldn't tell we you You were watching the, you. the Irish coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, I think. The irony is lost something. them. Yeah. I mean, when Eddie Jones is complaining about, oh, the Ruck needs to be. Um, the rook needs to be governed better because Italy were screwing us over two years ago, uh, and then the rule changes, and then they're like, Oh no, it's too much scrutiny around the rook now. I mean, yes, like, that's yeah, ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I think and everyone, then of course uh, The new offside line Which came as a consequence Of Eddie Jones complaining exactly. About the game Between Italy because and Because Conor
1: O'Shea Outsmarted That was yeah. it That was it
0: yeah, And I, I suppose There's lots of people In the room When the decision is made Like I mean Eddie Jones walks in Gives out He's still just the coach Of England yeah. He's not the most Powerful man in the room Nor the no. smartest man in the room Yet <laughs> they came up With these rules Yes yeah. Uh, independently, and they wouldn't have come up with the rules if they weren't reasonable. No, true. So, well, uh, having said, that I don't think anyone's attacking how reasonable or unreasonable the rule is. People are just saying, "Oh wow, it's a new rule that we were unaware of."
1: Yeah, yeah. One up in New Zealand, had uh, as Robbie Jones had been doing and uh, had been saying in his videos, they were very cynical uh, because it, they're New Zealand of how they actually approached the rule. So they made sure they always step an extra bit, so they give the halfbacks oh, more time. Yes, they always step yeah, an extra yeah, yeah, yeah. bit beyond the rock. So that, that's the new behind those foot. Well
0: yes, it's, you live in a crazy world where Robbie Owens yeah. can point out, sorry Robbie Owens is a friend the show but uh, yeah. it's just just a guy can point out that actually every game New Zealand played they put their foot out like this yeah. and this is new and this is since the rules changed yeah. somebody decided to do this. exactly. <laughs> so you, how is it that England who have
1: most have the highest budget in world rugby yeah. are unaware of this? exactly? Uh, now that being said, yes it wasn't a try. I think Courtney Owens was offside. Everyone world rugby clearly does too. And mm. um, but it did Like the subsequent phases of that Did show how Bad Boyden Barrett is going backwards well, Sam Underhill on like sidestepped him into the abyss <laughs> like, was, there was no
0: one coming back. Oh, oh true. As the players yeah. at the time weren't, they as weren't sure weren't. it was offside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but see, the Kiwis would, would have been a little bit more aware than the English because they had been practicing this play. No, this basically yeah. so the style of play. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: but um, I mean, I'm I'm thinking of uh, the World Rugby Player of the Year. Um, considering you have a player uh, who has won the last two years, seen as being brilliant. Hasn't played that well. Lost two tests this year. Um, against high, high enough profile teams well it's um, South African Ireland you mean is yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how many games has another world? by the way if it, I can help him along here yeah, what yeah, he's yeah, trying to yeah. get to
0: here is that the World Rugby Awards are coming along Mm-mm-mm. and Johnny world Sexton of is, is up for World Player of the Year I
1: mean, as yeah, is I mean, Martin, I'd imagine as well yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah yeah, yeah. But so is Ricky Ione so is Fafa I think I, Okay. That, yeah. Um, there's a, a couple of other players it's um, rare actually for,
0: for an Irish person to win it and Keith Wood is the only guy who did win it I've just never won no. i never won no, that was because
1: you had Richard McCall Involved and that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, But no, so just on the Boyden Barrett versus Johnny Sexton. Johnny Sexton hasn't lost a well when he started, he hasn't lost an international test this year. Right. Okay. So Even we are back, back to, to talking night. about Ireland. So let's yeah, bring back <laughs> back
0: right, let's, let's embrace it. Let's but, embrace no, it. But, Watching some yeah. of the coverage on uh, against the head, which is this Irish shorty, uh, yeah. uh, Bern Jackman, the coach of uh, Newport Went Dragons, was talking about just a very simple idea, but it's probably worth repeating: is that uh, the difference between Ireland now and Ireland a few years ago is uh, this ability to make deci- uh, this. Excellent decision making despite exhaustion. So, yeah. despite all of the stress, strains come 60 minutes when you might be about to go off, you're making, uh, you're cognitively still making the right rugby decisions and that's uh, and he gave credit to uh, as he should I suppose to the uh, provinces that basically you can't these mm. guys can't just arrive in camp uh, in Kildare and be as fit as they are they, yeah. it, only the provinces that that actually get them
1: there well the, the whole Stew's days with, uh, with Leinster first year at Lancaster I think that's going to stand to a lot of those players um, and even just the mentality I mean if you saw Keane Healy coming off the pitch when he uh, in the Art and New Zealand game I don't think that man could have had another breath
0: he was yeah I think he so, used the example he used to say that he might not have had another breath but had you gone in uh, oh yeah, no, he his decision he would, making yeah. would have been fine yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely it's, well it's kind of like this idea that why do the world's best golfers still practice their putting it's because yeah. when you are called on to put in a high pressure worm you're doing it from so this sort it of muscle memory yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. something absolutely. deep your lizard yeah. brain is doing it you're not actually <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. actually thinking it yeah absolutely and we're kind of to a bit more philosophical sort of uh, f- yeah yeah but, I said it a bit more philosophical yeah, yeah, area here this idea oh, so that Irish people <laughs> since Saturday Irish people have had this problem That I mean obviously uh, Anson turns around and says oh well uh, I said whoever wins this game is
1: going to be uh, world number one I stand by that and even the New Zealand press are coming out and saying New Zealand were beaten by the best team in the world
0: yeah which is a high praise indeed yeah. now, uh, but the question is how does Ireland uh, I get through the process this yeah. because you wake up then on a Sunday uh, in a country where it is the fourth sport I suppose oh. Fifth with,
1: sport. No, m um, over tenth sport. Over, we even play rugby in this country <laughs> is my question. Over half <laughs> of the people watching TV. Fifty-seven uh, percent of the people watching TV in Ireland. On Saturday night We're watching the game
0: Yeah So like if For anyone who's outside Or anyone in Ireland I suppose finds it More interesting Is this kind of Idea that uh, Rugby's a niche sport In Ireland Now obviously If you're talking to A New Zealand bar, guy In a bar You make this point right? <laughs> We don't even play rugby and we're in <laughs> It's your national sport And you guys are obsessed With it But when we look at it nationally, It's kind of a complicated One to On uh, personal well, so, yeah,
1: well there's Lots of social issues Well not issues But there's lots of social um, routines almost that come around the game of rugby I mean it's played by a lot of I, I think there was this stat release and was like of the players on Saturday how many weren't in one of the top schools in the country when yeah it about to, three I think yeah, yeah yeah. I think it was like Keith Arrows Ty Fairlong and I, the other names escaping me now but Like yeah but. Yeah but I suppose The thing about that is We have rugby schools in Ireland Which are usually Fee paying
0: schools mm. Now I don't know And this is something I know uh, On Pundit Arena Your man Oh uh, uh, not mention Hugh McKenna Was making McKenna, this yeah. point And you get a lot of football journalists Make this point About how football is much more important In Ireland Yet uh, The rugby gets all of the coverage Well just a couple of things about that First is that yes okay, Fee paying schools do play rugby But I suppose If you're good If you're in a school That is good at something Is good at ga Or is good at soccer that's what you're going to concentrate on, isn't it? I mean, you're not going to try to turn your as much as your kids might actually want to play rugby, because kids want to play what is in the news. Yeah. Your kids want to play who, the same thing as the national superstars I, are
1: playing. But you see, I, I, I recently in uh, in whatever newspaper it is, there has been articles. So there was that article during the week um, about oh rugby. Why is it so big all of a sudden? Was the game? I mean, the eternal thing that I really cannot stand is when. Uh, journalists who aren't rugby journalists turn around and say, Oh, but well, aren't these just friendlies? No, you don't, <laughs> l- you lack a, like, an explicit understanding of what rugby is if you're asking, it's like calling a boxing match of friendly. Yeah, a friendly, it's a friendly exactly. boxing match. Yeah, oh, okay, mm, mm, okay. Um, but no, I remember uh, there was another one of these opinion articles, uh, I think it was in the Irish Times, and uh, it was the dreaded moment when your son turns around and says, I want to play rugby. It, gee, like, Jesus, come on, like it. <laughs>
0: Okay, I remember my brother who went to a school that didn't play rugby and he had to go and find it somewhere else this is yeah. kind of the point I was making there earlier just, just because there are certain posh rugby playing skills doesn't mean other kids don't want to play rugby of course yeah, they want you to play in the, the
1: popular sport in sports countries like, do well in. yeah I yeah. didn't grow up in Dublin and like, uh, even before rugby was popular I don't claim to be that hipster but it's just I've been playing rugby since I was five Like I, I was grew up in like a different county still playing rugby It's still he's big, from the yeah. arsehole of nowhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that there's pretty much that. Yeah, true. Um, but no, like it's it's definitely like it's a growing sport. It was growing even back then. I mean, I remember watching the two thousand three World Cup. I remember like it grew up with it. But um, it's it there was pockets before, but now I think it is definitely growing to kind of the forefront, and there are certain journalists maybe who maybe started writing around the time of two thousand two in Saipan, and then all of a sudden they're yeah. like, oh wait, why aren't we still as interested in this sport anymore? Mm. yeah so I think that's a huge factor I mean yeah. I
0: remember living in Crumlin which is a relatively working class area of Dublin uh, where I, I'm from proper, 12. I mean. yeah, uh, proper 12 yeah proper 12 same place as uh, your man with the red hair uh, and the whiskey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember uh, when I was living with a football journalist and a rugby ball was kicked into our back garden and the kids knocking the door looking for the rugby ball back and that was such an eye opening moment for me it's like yeah. kids in Crumlin are playing rugby yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's incredible great. and I do think what you're saying is right is that yeah. a lot of those journalists a lot of journalists maybe who Made their name or got interest in journals or became sports journalists yeah. when football was in the ascendancy. Do not understand now why rugby is in the ascendancy. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And I do think though the next day, I think this is interesting that um, when we woke up, this kind of weird national kind of psychological shift. We were like, "Oh, like I, I was talking to one of these football journalists, and uh, he said that the uh, John Delaney, the head of the Football Association of Ireland, would have found the ruthless efficiency." with which Ireland actually beat the All Blacks and weren't weren't no, uh, towed back it in wasn't luck they would have found that chilling this idea yeah. that Ireland could uh, actually when it puts its mind to it and puts uh, the right effort can be a know, world power can be the best in the world and then on one of our national broadcasts at primetime had this uh, a segment on well compare that to what the shambles of a game because it was a game oh, the same yeah. week which might have passed a lot of people by in yeah. in Ireland between the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland in football which oh was, that was so boring mm. so boring which, um, but then became the yeah. focus of media attention that, hold on, we don't need our football to be as bad as it is. Our rugby can be good. Yeah. Uh, and that led to the end of uh, Martin O'Neill and Roy within, Keane yeah. uh, retire- uh, resigned yeah, yeah. within two days. I mean, so the actual knockout effects, psychological knockout effects for Ireland, the idea that you, anyone would claim us to be the best in the world, it's something that vaguely matters. And let's not overstate how much it matters. I mean, that's mind blowing to us. Maybe we'd accept it about music, maybe, would we?
1: Or it's, it's only clicked with me now. Or, but <laughs> the idea that. Um, so so the replacement manager for Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane which is really this is coming full circle the favourite is Mick McCarthy, which would be too perfect for our storyline <laughs> right now, because yes, of course he was the manager for Saigon. Two thousand two. We're going back to two thousand two. But yeah, yeah, no, it's absolutely ludicrous. But um, but no, I think yeah, I think that that's um. I, I mean, as I, like, I mean, I've, I've been away, as mm. I was saying,
0: uh, trying to trying to watch rugby in Georgia. Yeah. And a couple of things uh, I've been trying to f- follow some international media. The main thing that just jumped out at me is. Uh, the rise of Scotland is postponed again it seems
1: yeah and all of a sudden they're exporting all their goods yes yes. so one of the articles I was reading was seen from the point
0: of view uh, against South Africa the South Africa game with the Scotsman almost completely from the point of view of Hugh Jones but a bad game against Wales some people thought his defence wasn't great Mm. and then two passes as part of that movement that got him that great try Uh, so uh, but they lost
1: in the end yeah they lost to South Africa
0: yeah so that's how that's argument. yeah but then uh, yeah the, the, the Scotsman as well at the same time ran a series of uh, articles from the South African press uh, talking about how great uh, Scottish rugby is so I don't yeah. know uh, if you were but then the Scotsman you wouldn't have got the impression that they'd just lost to South Africa yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, while yeah. a team that they should be comparing themselves
1: to Ireland just beat New Zealand Got
0: Ireland yeah. in there as well. Yeah, no, no, no. Can't talk about
1: anything about talking about yeah. <laughs> Ireland. But no, I think there, like, it's it's definitely Scotland who are coming to sort of an ascendancy within the Six Nations. I mean, they had a great Six Nations last time round, um, and there's definitely skill. I, I mean, how great was they beat England? Yeah, you know, I mean, that was what back when beating England was considered a big deal. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. Mm. Well, that set off the uh, the seven game losing streak. So yeah, that was yeah. huge. That
0: was the right moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, Actually maybe yeah, maybe they, they didn't just get them at the right moment. Maybe they weren't. Uh, well, I mean, w- where's the evidence for? I mean, I think you're right as well. I mean, yeah, at the end of this article
0: that, about Hugh Jones, they don't mention the fact that the very next day he headed up, he's leaving Scotland to yeah, go to Leicester Tigers. Now, Honestly, ha- yeah, 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 But so in Wales or Ireland, that would be a huge deal. But it doesn't yeah. really constrain his ability to be selected for Scotland. No, but it does mean that he won't his uh, playing time won't be managed. And um, like all the other
1: players in yeah, Scotland, I, I think like, the reason why Scotland have been doing so well. Obviously, it started off with Ernie Cotter and really kind of from the 2015 World Cup, they really started making some serious headway in terms of progressing as a rugby nation. Uh, and I suppose I have to be somewhat uh, complimentary of Scotland as well because my cousin is now going to be in the uh, Scottish underage rugby setup as well. Oh, so it? it's British kind of cool. But yeah. Um, it's good. yeah, it's definitely the case that all of a sudden they're shipping off all the good players. Like so, obviously sudden you have Stuart Hogg that not going to be with Glasgow no, it's next year. I suppose the premise you only want are good players. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that no, And France, but um, but I think well, this all being said, so yeah, you have Stuart Hogg leaving uh, for Exeter next year. You have Hugh Jones leaving for Leicester Tigers next year. But um, I know we we had briefly talked about him before on um, the Glasgow team, Adam Hastings. So like Scottish royalty uh, in this blood there. But the idea that this weekend that coming up very well, yeah. This weekend coming up. They're gonna have a very interesting lineup. Uh, they're gonna have Adam uh, Adam Hastings at ten, Finn Russell at twelve, and Hugh Jones at uh, thirteen. So some very, uh, very tasty uh, backline there. So I'd say. Who that's, that's being, playing this weekend? Uh, they are playing. Actually, I do have this here. Sorry, I was about to say I have no oh, idea. Sorry. No, um, no. Scotland. Oh wow. Scotland are playing Argentina this weekend. Oh, sorry. Um, on Saturday, so that will interesting be interesting. Test. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, Argentina have a bit to prove. Yeah. I mean, and Scotland do too. I think after this campaign. Yeah. And two very interesting backgrounds there. I mean, Sanchez has been playing quite well uh, mm. so far this November series. So I think that will be. Definitely a game to watch. Uh, I mean, it's a nice early kickoff, half two. I mean, it'll get you nicely prepped up for then. Um, well, you, it's you all see first, over now. Or... You see the first half an hour, but England versus Australia is going to be the only real big game this week.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I mean Australia. Who knows? I mean their form is bad. Pococks back then. Yeah, and uh, and their form oscillates. So I mean they're a yeah. great rugby nation. Um, they can play great games. I mean everybody's writing them up for last World Cup to got to the final. They, they never looked like they were going to win that final. No, and
1: they're very lucky to beat Scotland.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps they're lucky to be yeah.
1: there. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the, 15, the sixteen men. You know, uh, really, like Wayne Barnes was a pivotal member of the uh, of the Scott, yeah. of the Australian team that day. But um, yeah. are we I mean is anybody going to listen to this podcast beyond 30 minutes I mean we can do another one next week where we continue yeah. to rant about oh the I think so I mean uh, we haven't even touched about rankings yeah. yet oh, well. the possibility is that Ireland could be in the world number one going into okay, this if directions. Ireland win the next three games when New Zealand aren't playing well you see this is the thing so the southern hemisphere teams are no well after this weekend aren't playing any more international yeah. games until the World Cup itself or oh, the, the warm up games but they don't really count oh are they skipping the, uh, the championship the rugby championship doesn't start until August but they're not doing that because
0: Wow! Yeah, exactly. That, that potentially leaves them very fresh, or potentially leaves them very vulnerable. So Ireland could catch New Zealand, but just by virtue of playing more games. So if yeah. we lose any games, we go further behind them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing because we are, we, because the gap between us and New Zealand is no longer that unassailable. It does mean that the gap between second and third is considered unassailable, so that we have a lot to lose if we lose to Wales, if we lose to England, if we lose to France, or if we lose to anyone. Yes. We have lost yeah, yeah, So, And for anyone who thinks we're
0: being particularly nerdish with this, I mean, I remember being in a bar full over the summer because the Ireland women got to the World Cup hockey final. The idea yeah, that Ireland yeah. could be world champions are top of anything. <laughs> and we know we're going to lose the World Cup badly, probably going to the quarterfinals. So getting to the world number one is actually.
1: I've just booked my tickets to Japan <laughs> <That's the> one <laughs> thing I saying this is done for me. So, uh, yeah, no, you can you can joke. Okay, we so yeah, Spoiler win. alert, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ireland, they probably. They might make it to the semi finals. Yeah. So getting to world number one is actually an Incredibly achievable aim and, 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 and quite quite fantastic. Yeah, and you might laugh, but it would make our I, day. I'd I, I love to see the article
1: that you and, um, McKenna writes once we do that. You know, yes, it is. It's going to be great because the speed clearly means nothing. But yeah, All right. okay, so we so, might so, wrap up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of Pro 14 games this week, but I think we're still kind of seeing some of the players coming back into the international yeah, set. Difficult, so, difficult to tell. Difficult to tell if we're going to go. Leinster are going incredibly experimental I think six people are going to be getting Yeah I mean those guys caps. would be
0: ID'd going into
1: a pub and yeah. nobody would yeah. know who they are Yeah but, exactly uh, But no so it's going to be interesting I mean so you have Leinster versus Ospreys uh, on Friday you have Saracens versus Ulster you have uh, Scarlet's, uh, Scarlet's versus Ulster is it? Scarlet's versus Ulster in Scarlet. Scarlet's Scarlet's host, hosts Ulster that's the
0: big one I think of the weekend probably that's and on there's Glasgow Cardiff, Glasgow Cardiff as well Cardiff, I, I don't know how to look them look like the, the second big one
1: too yeah then yeah, then it's going to be Cheetahs versus Treviso in South Africa Kings versus Connacht in South Africa uh, Zebrae versus Monster in Zebrae and you have Dragons versus Edinburgh in Newport yeah so. I think
0: I think Scarlets uh, have committed a lot of, of players to the international campaign Ulster perhaps less so and ditto Glasgow versus Cardiff
1: yeah so I think more two, so these are going to be games you can keep watching whilst you're drinking as you get ready for the other games that are going to be on this weekend it's going to, it's going to be a consistent flow of rugby is all yes, we need it's going to be to... a rugby packed weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. So and we'll be, we'll be
0: back next week to talk to you all about it and it'll be a bit more structured than this yeah. one sorry sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: okay perfect guys talk to you soon bye John Barkley comes up to receive the trophy this for the Scarlet fans is simply
0: great to watch they were outplayed in the first half by a side, the that picked and went. The 1872 cut back in Edinburgh, hands. they've beaten Glasgow.
1: The first team in 17 attempts to come to Dublin and get a win, how good is that for
0: you? Oh, it's great.
1: All I'm getting at the moment are players shouting, knock on, offside, tackle out the ball. We're in the wrong sport for that. The Zevo Special gets it wide to Earls, and Earls from here means only one thing
0: the best stadium I've ever played in, the best atmosphere, the, the best supporters. Hopefully one day I'll be back. should of course apologize to any Munster fans listening. Uh, they'll have something to
1: say about where the Leinster are going to be in the final if the Scarlets come again. Oh, brilliant
0: it's Friday with a stroll in under the sticks. Oh, look, it's it's been a roller coaster um, here all my life. 47-10, Jesus. I thought I was in dreamland when we won the Pro 12. Phenomenal, phenomenal.